0: We all have our moans and ground in Speedway, don't we? Some are legitimate and some perhaps are rather petty. However, Speedway is not known as the family sport for nothing, and it goes without saying that we at the Speedway Tavern wish Peter Hill all the very best after last week's horror crash at Edinburgh. Only in Speedway.
1: Well, a good evening and welcome to the Speedway Tavern, still the only fully interactive podcast. And still the best one. And still the best one, absolutely. And the most fanciest people, apart from Mike. Wow. There you go. Wow. Mr. Shrek over there went for that <laughs> <Web>. <laughs> Wayne Rooney over there went <laughs> for that Any Thank more? You. Any more for any more. Uh, good evening. Well, it's. Um, I suppose we should start with... Um, squeaky bum time yes again for, for yeah for Warpam time. I, I, before we go any further actually I, I do not uh would like to tell you that our special guest tonight is drumroll no it's not drumroll oh, i have mean, got I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a drumroll
2: I've, I've, I've got more than i've got um, a fanfare somewhere i think, I think uh, maybe maybe i haven't maybe, maybe you haven't, haven't. oh well, we ain't got time
1: for that for goodness sake <laughs> Everybody now, oh, no. it's Ty, everybody now thinks it's, it's Ty Waffendon or Star Wars. <laughs> it's uh, Stuart Dixon from uh, Birmingham and Leicester, of course, so he'll be on in about 15 minutes Excellent. or so. Uh, See so if you have any questions for him, shove that up on your, st- on the, your shout box back to Wolverhampton.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, as I say, squeaky bum <laughs> time again. Um, very, very good performance from Leicester. They were the better team, as, as with Peaceborough two three weeks ago. Really, they should have won the meeting. Um, wasn't a very nice way to win the meeting. A really horrible crash in the last tape with um, with Max Frick. He just seemed to lose control coming out of the last bend. Um, they'd, they'd got the meeting won. Mm. You know, they were they were obviously going to get the set. They were going to get what they needed in the super heat. Um, and uh, but I mean, the track was was very very difficult last night. There was a you know a couple of riders that were losing control coming out of the, both the first bend and the last bend mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. I know that obviously had issues in the in the build up. Obviously with the uh, with the weather, um, but no excuses. I think it's it's the same for for both teams. And but again, good strength of character from Wolves to sort of dig in and, and pull the results out of the uh, out of the bag. But with uh, a, bit, a bit
1: with a bit of luck, yeah. with a
0: bit of luck, and a, obviously a lot of people talking about Rorish lines. Um, very good start in, in yeah the
1: thirteen
0: heard, and fifteen. Yeah, I did um, hear that. Yeah. It was difficult. I mean, I was I stand fairly close to the tapes, and it was you know at first glance, it was difficult to see whether he actually just Made a brilliant start, or whether he had got a role, I'd mm-hmm. love to see. It back to be fair, I haven't had a chance yet, but uh, but it's uh, it's uh, more points in the bag. Leicester obviously get the points there. I think. I mean, obviously, we'll be talking to Stuart Dixon in a bit, won't we? I think mm-hmm. I think he'll have been disappointed in the end that they didn't get the. Get,
1: yeah, I mean, I will ask that him. Well, That's certainly one of the questions yeah. we'll be asking him.
0: But, but uh, um, it's all getting very tight at the moment in the uh, in the Premiership, and I think uh, I think one or two teams are beginning to look rather. Worryingly towards um, Ipswich. Ipswich who've <laughs> yeah. suddenly gone on a bit of a charge, haven't they? They've obviously. gone they, mad. They didn't have a great win. They didn't have a, a comfortable win as you probably would have thought they would have done at Peterborough last night, mm. but they obviously they still got the points. Um and they, obviously they've got to come to Monmoor Green in a couple of weeks' time and that's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty tough meeting again for, for Wolves.
1: Um, another uh another super heat, do you think are you are you getting to like these super heats that you keep winning? I've liked the well I've liked, I did not like
0: the first two because we lost them, both but I yeah. the the second two have been there. Uh, but uh, they've obviously got uh, meetings. They've still got two away meetings. They've got to go to Kings and they've got to go to Leicester. That's going to be a pretty interesting key one. one yeah. uh, and they've also got Kings at home as well. So and Wolves at home. Uh, no, sorry, Kings Lynn away and Wolves. down yep. So it's going to be. Uh, going yeah, to there. I think no, that's so. probably going to be a big advantage for Ipswich. The fact that they've got Kings Lynn mm. t- twice. So mm. um,
1: have Kings Lynn sp- actually managed to win a match yet yeah, this year?
0: in They, have, have
1: they I yes. I don't think they have. I'm not sure. if Somebody out there will tell us, right? We'll have a list. Yes, um, they have.
0: They've won one. They won. They beat um, Peterborough funnily enough. Yeah, of course. So,
1: right, we'll we'll have a look at the shout box. There's a few people on yeah. there.
0: But I think that's I think that's going to be a big thing for any, any team that's looking. If they've got if they've got to go to Kings Lynn twice and they've still got to go to Peterborough once or twice, then that's mm. going to be you know a big advantage for them because there's such a big gulf between. Them, those two sides and, and the rest of the division. Although when you look at Peterborough's side on paper, it doesn't look too bad, does it? Now, does it? It looks fairly strong, but yes. just not getting any luck, no, really.
1: I, I can think of another team that's that's the same as well, but <laughs> we'll, we'll probably touch on that at some point. Um, right decision to cancel Birmingham uh, Plymouth last week?
0: Uh, I believe so. I mean, I wasn't in the area, of course, but... uh, Didn't have any rain
1: uh, (laughs) all day, but it was forecast. There was a lot of rain on the Tuesday, I believe. There was a lot of of, rain on the Tuesday and on the Monday and on the the Sunday. And I I, I would imagine it would have taken a...
0: A lot of work to get it it right. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: so... um, So, yeah, we'll go to the shout box. Uh, Elliot Hunt, hi, everyone. Back home as ground track all covered earlier than usual. Smart stuff, well done, lads. Um, Rich Thomas... Evening, Dave Evening. Twine. Um, Ouch, Rich, Rich, got, got, Rich Thomas has got an echo. Don't tell everybody, it was otherwise uh, the little all want one. one. Uh, <laughs> Dave Twine says, I ain't got one, I uh, ain't no. now. Yeah, this is an interesting conversation. Yes, yes. <laughs> Plymouth versus Berwick postponed 15 minutes ago due to track issues. Okay.
0: I'm concerned, I'm getting concerned about Plymouth at the moment. To be right. fair. They're, they're, they seem to have got, they don't seem to be having any luck at all, do they? no. they've, they've had a really poor season. Um. And you know, I mean, they've gone weeks without a match as well. You know, yeah. Which is, it's not good for clubs at this time of the year to be going weeks without matches because this is the prime time of the season. Absolutely. The kids right.
1: And we'll talk a little bit about about what Birmingham are planning yep. um, in tomorrow's meeting, which is interesting, and it'd be interesting. also in the size of that to see what other tracks are doing as yep. well. Uh, Ben Clifton, evening lads. Any chance of plugging a sponsored walk from Ashford, Kent to Cardiff Speedway GP, raising money for mine, McMillan and Speedway? Ben, that my friend Charlie and I are attempting this month. Many thanks. I believe Ben, you're going to come on the show and talk about that, aren't you? But there's your plug. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to put? You should put a link up as well for anybody to if they want to sponsor. Yeah. Elliot Hunt says the sound keeps going. I can't see. I've, I've had a look. I can't mm. see any lag in, anyway. So, uh, Brian Reeson—a name I think I've not not heard before on that show. But uh-huh. uh, Emil is world class. Just so exciting to watch wherever track he rides. I think, yeah, we, we've commented on that before. He's a great shot in the arm for British Speedway. I think so. Show.
0: And I think he's, he's he's obviously very very approachable as well. He's mm. been brilliant with with supporters. You know, he's, had, he's spent a lot of time with them signing autographs and things like that. And that's that's good to say.
1: Uh, Dave Twine, my sound is fine. Elliot Hunt, sound OK. Now, Eric Parson, disappointed on houses planned for Birmingham Speedway site. Good luck for Birmingham finding new home. That's not actually factually accurate as I understand it. There has been no planning permission sought. there plans issued,
0: but no. No, no planning They're permission sought,
1: and so nothing's been um, uh, said about yes or no on that one. So, um, you yeah, know, we all keep our fingers crossed, but I think there's there's more imminent issues uh, at, at least Birmingham.
0: at least with Birmingham there's a there's obviously a grace period by the sounds because it's mm. not going to happen in, I mean the lease is up on the the, the current lease is up for 2026 20, I think so I
1: don't know I think, yeah. I think so yeah
0: it's yeah. not it's not like for, for the just, greyhound, not like yeah. you're getting a few months mm. like we have yeah uh, yeah uh, uh, uh,
1: Plymouth versus Berwick riders did not test track until an hour had gone should have seen the crowd's faces as they left the track not great. Yeah. Uh, be a shame to lose Peterborough Superb Racing last night. The new pole top scored last night.
0: Yeah, I think they've pretty much confirmed Peter, no, Peterborough. Peterborough are going to be um, certainly not going to be running at the showground in twenty twenty
1: four. The Bellevue versus Sheffield meeting last night was a great advert for speedway. All riders not giving an inch on track.
0: Yeah, I've got it typed. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to be uh, watching it when I get a chance. Yeah, cool same one. here.
1: Same here. Uh, p- a track on south at Plymouth, we've been told. They're all coming uh, quick and thick and fast. Uh, speedway probably finished by 2026, says Rich Thomas. Well, there's a nice positive outlook. Uh, more uh, about ML Saifutinov so being class and something about Basso being back to form, but I can't see all of that. Here you go. Oh, oh, hello. Really good meeting at Peter last night, Patrick. You thank yeah. you <laughs> impressive in only his second meeting 12 points beat Doyle in one heat enough. different class with the maximum Doyle and Bomber disappointing yeah, he, Basso back to form
0: he beat Doyle from the back I think so mm. it's pretty uh, pretty impressive for his second meeting he's obviously a, he's obviously a, a, a class actor so.
1: excellent All right, so um, let's have a ch- little talk about Birmingham because we'll be talking to Stuart Dixon in about five minutes Um I'm going to read from their uh, website. This is what Birmingham are doing. As you mentioned, it's always good to have meetings at this time of year, if it's not rained off, as yep. sods law it is.
0: More we decided to say they're watching you try to work your phone anyway. So. Mm,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: dear. Is he on Solemn, by the way?
0: No.
3: I'm
2: busy. I'm doing
1: you know, producer work here. Right, happening. so... Um, Birmingham kickstart a crucial run of fixtures when they host Redcar at Perry Bar uh, tomorrow. Uh, blah blah blah. They currently sit three points behind the sixth-placed Edinburgh in the standings, but know the results of their three remaining home fixtures will have a big say in their hopes. It's strange that it's still possible. It should be.
0: It should, it should be. Should shouldn't be. It really <laughs> be the had. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that, ridiculous. But it's, uh... You know.
1: Uh, Bromish suffered heavy defeats at Perry Barr at the hands of Glasgow and Paul last month, and no much improved performances are required against another strong red car side. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, talking about Josh Pickering. Did it, did it, uh, okay, so. Ah, Right, there will be a children's entertainer providing plenty of fun and activities, including a picture trail hunt, whilst Brummie Bear will be joined on TV's by TV's very own Bluey and Marshall from Poor Patrol. And the pits will also be open from 6.45, where riders will be available for photographs and autographs. Um, and they go on to talk about um, the Centre Green experience. I mean, they're really trying hard to attract Families in, into their juniors. Oh, I
0: mean, Birmingham were one of the better clubs for doing it. To be fair, I think there's a lot of clubs. that sort of some clubs that are doing better than others in trying to bring mm. younger younger fans through because they're the future. At the end of the day, they can't can't keep relying on the uh, on the on the old timers to come, keep coming no, through. So. We ain't gonna <laughs> right
1: last much longer. Um, so, I mean, does any are, what are your what is your club doing to try and uh, attract people? So, what's your club doing to try and attract? People.
0: I haven't seen very much to be fair mm. I mean there's unfortunately as, as I've alluded to as well there's there's only you know two or three meetings in August Mummer all season right. which is disappointing certainly when I when I was when I was growing up there was a meeting every week mm. at Mummer in, in the summer holidays they had, they had to be they, you know it was it was prime time um but um you know, I, th- I do. I do worry that a lot of these clubs just seem to go down the the route of let's just throw open the doors and hope everybody, hope hope everybody comes in. You can't up, yeah. you can't operate like that. now. you've got to go and do the and do the the groundwork and get these mm. people into stadiums or watching it on the streams. And then mm. they might get attracted by watching it on the streams and then think, well, I'll go and see what it's like for real. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, from Birmingham's point of view, you've got you've got to be absolutely honest and say. A team is as unsuccessful as they have been, yeah, one home meeting one this yeah, year. I think I'm right in saying um, that's not going to help attract anybody, is it?
0: That's the problem. I mean, yeah. we're all living in a world now where everything's costing so much money. You know, people just haven't got the spare cash now to be throwing at uh, yeah. going yeah. to watch uh, a team that's losing every single mm. week. Unfortunately, people have got people have got other things that they need to be sort of forward
1: having said that, um, I think we've got half a chance tomorrow if everybody rides as they ride against Gunthorpe for instance
0: yep. well well, I think the big thing for Birmingham' is going to be will the, will the Danny King the guestie for Birmingham if he weeks turn up, mm-hmm. or will it be the Danny King that normally uh, turns up at Perry Bar and cleans up, so
1: yeah, well, <laughs> let's hope for that um I, I hope that he feels he owes this one. I think.
0: Well, I think certainly they'll they'll have to take a lot of confidence from that performance at Scunthorpe because even though it wasn't a win, it was a much much improved performance mm-hmm. last
1: week. Um, so should Ryan Douglas move tracks? I, I've been asked uh, to further his career. Simon Corbett. He still like hasn't
0: mastered. He still hasn't mastered it yet. I, I thought he was. About twelve months ago, but he seems to have sort of slipped back a little bit. I mean, he was brilliant at, at Peterborough. He got you know a paid 18 important maximum, but he always rides mm-hmm. Peterborough very well. He's good on the big tracks, but still find him, find him a little bit lacking on the small tracks. And I, I think the same thing with with um, with Leon Flint as well. He's, uh, I mean, he's had you know a couple of years now at Monmouth, and he still hasn't. He's still not consistent mm-hmm. enough around around the track. And you know, you would think after two years. You know, it's all—it's all, it's all very well saying, well, he's—he's not—he's—you know—he's—he's he's used to the bigger tracks, but he's been running on the small track for quite a sustained period of time now, and he's. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to push on as a rider, he, he has to improve that.
1: I remember yeah. <clears throat> the end of last year, he was quite excited about hopefully keeping Leon Flint. Um, yeah. Possibly, you might not have that same opinion at the end of this year.
0: Uh, I, I've got my doubts about him now. Mm. To be fair, he hasn't kicked on.
1: In in any of the divisions? No, he's not.
0: Really? He's not had a great season for Berwick, has he? Really? But that happens, to be fair. I
1: mean, that happens.
0: Yeah, but it's 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 concerning because he's definitely got. I mean, you, you'll you'll know yourself from mm. when he rode at Birmingham. He made such a huge impression that season oh, that he yeah. that he rode for for the for Birmingham. But okay, yes, it was in the National League, but you were thinking then what? Well, this this guy's got the potential to mm. be a really really big star. And I think mm. I, I know I was I was delighted when Wolves signed him. A lot of Wolves fans who <laughs> didn't know much about him. Um, when we signed him we very quickly sort of thought we looked at this guy and thought this, this guy's got the potential to really kick on and he hasn't done it as of yet mm. unfortunately
1: well so hopefully there's still time Yeah, uh, I, I mean you know, he's one of my favourite yeah nice guy bit, yeah, really nice yeah, guy as well Leon yeah. is. Uh, Michael Jukes Michael says I take my 7 year old daughter every single week down Perry Bar they do a brilliant job with the entertaining and the Cubs club she loves attending so that's brilliant Good. and on that note um if all the technology is working. Um, we should have Stuart Dixon on the phone. Are you there, uh, Stuart? I am there. Fantastic, it, wor- it worked. First time. Well done, Webby. Hi. <laughs> I'm
4: getting a bit after 13
1: years. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. So, Stuart, obviously, um, hello. Thank you very much for coming on, on the show tonight. Um, team manager of uh, two red and yellow teams. Yeah, which is fortunate, I guess. Um, so we, we'll talk a little bit le- about Leicester, uh, on may, first. Um, particularly in light of yesterday's match, which must have been a double-edged sword for you. You had it won till the last corner of the superheat, and you probably was a bit annoyed that you didn't win it before the superheat. However, you probably would have accepted that result before the meeting. So how do you sort of assess that? Yep,
4: I do think you're far wrong. Uh, we had I, um, when we were eight points up, I always always felt that Wolverhampton would come back in because they had a run of eight, one and three, which were certainly more advantageous than, than, than two and four on the night. But both teams always you know we get a fair share of one and three as well. Mm-hmm. But I had looked at the program and I thought they were going to come back in it at some point. And um, we, uh, we 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 do to use the word. we threw well, we were unfortunate. We lost a couple of points. We won a five, one and heat two, and Jake Allen lifted. On that last bend as well, Max Frick obviously done it in in the super heat. But as as much as it was disappointing to you know to to, to knock him away with another extra point, we got two. Um, it was more a relief to see Max Frick up, even though he was he was a bit bloody about the nose. He was a bit stiff and sore. But we I contacted him today with neck and that. But he thinks he'll be good in a couple of days' time. So you know there was a, a slight tinge of disappointment that we never got the the actual win on the night. Uh, but we got two points, and as the say, most important was Jake Allen and Max Rick both walked away from the scary-looking crash.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I, I imagine as well you you was pleased with the sort of response given the uh, Ipswich loss at home as well.
4: Yeah, we were. I was, it, was, it was intriguing to find out, you know, how we're going to bounce back. I, I'm glad that we did. The Ipswich one, as I said at the time, was a one-off. We had about four or five riders who just... All, at the, all in the one night decided to have an off night. These, you know these things happen, but you don't normally get as many at the one time. Uh, I think the riders uh, from my team showed their character under challenging conditions last night. You know, but both, both teams gave it a very good go and tried to get better to meet on. So very pleased that. Um, we're showing that we, that was hopefully, that was a one off against Ipswich and we bounced back last night accordingly, yeah.
0: I think, really, Stuart, there seems to be a few teams in that top four that are, are on edge after Ipswich's win at Leicester last week because people have looked at their team at the start of the season and thought, well, they're, they're going to be strong, particularly in the big heats with, with Emil and, and Doyley, but it hasn't really clicked into the, into the gear yet, but they've started getting some really good results.
4: I think the difference has been that when Danny King scores. Um, and I'm not going to pop it, down, but when he scores, they're a really, really tough team to beat. Eric Riss on last night's showing looks as if he's now beginning to come to the party. Um, they have mm-hmm. made a late charge, um, and I, will say, I keep an eye on all the pictures. I know they're still to go back to Peterborough, they're still to go back to Lynn, and um, so they've got meetings there that they'll be targeting more away wins. They, um, you know, it's, I suppose it's good for the league in general. you get five teams looking to win to four places, and that simply won't go. So somebody's going to miss out so we can only keep doing our job at Leicester um, and we're going to Sheffield on Thursday night looking to see if we can keep it as close as we can there as well uh, but um, it's, it's getting exciting definitely as mm. yeah
0: and you've got some tough matches to come up as well really because you've still got to go to Bellevue as well and of course you've got probably what might be a key one against the as well
4: Yeah, we've got to go to Bellevue we will be holding a 14 point lead on that means because we're better 52 38 so at worst I'd like to think we can get a point there which uh, these, these, what I call the hidden points, you know, the aggregate point you go to track and maybe you lose or whatever, but you come away with a point. They they can add up and make such a difference to the league table. Uh, as you say, we'll still to go to that as well. Uh, I think the aggregate bonus point was certainly about the question there on that one, but if we can go there and put in a much better performance, it'll be good. We've we'll still got Wolves to come at home, Sheffield to come at home, uh, King Glen are still to come at home, so there's a chance to pick up some more points at home. Well, we have been pretty good, apart from that one blip against that pitch.
1: Yeah, you, you must um, also, I'm looking at Dan Thompson's scores at the moment, he's you, probably grimacing a little bit about that, both from Birmingham's point of view and from Leicester's point of view.
4: Um, no, I'm telling you, but not. I look at Drew Kemp and he won two races last night Wolverhampton, Hampton. Uh, he's scoring <laughs> very well for us. i reserved at 14 last night. Uh, it yeah. could have been 16 if Jake had fell off. Dan's doing well, maybe shake-up, you're left out and Leicester's done not my world of good. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's true potential.
1: Absolutely. OK. Um, so this is Leicester's first season back in uh, the top flight uh, for a few years now. Uh, you must be more than happy with the way things are going. Playoff place more than a possibility.
4: Yes, we are. There's, there's no doubt about it, we are. I don't think at the start of the season we were everybody's favourites to be in the top four. I think most folk predicted is when we in about sixth or seventh position, um, nobody can ever quite tell and, and everybody's entitled <laughs> to their, their thoughts and views and opinions on that. That's what, that's what it's all about. It'd be a boring world if, if nobody made predictions. Um, I quite like looking at them, especially if we can put people wrong. Um, we, we're sitting in joint second place with Wolves. It's, it has been good. I think the achievement, and I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm not playing it down, is to, is to see if we can finish in the top four. Because, uh, you know, it looked three weeks ago as if it was going to be a plain sailing, you know. But switch have came from nowhere almost, um, and it's going to be tight. But the, the, the ambition at the club at the start of the season was was to reach that top four. That that was basically our big goal for the season. And if we can do that. It's
1: been a very good return for us in the top flight. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know whether you uh, are aware of uh, how we do things on the programme, but we do have a shout box that people uh, put their questions on, so I'm going to be fielding some of those questions to you as well. Uh, this no one's from uh, Julian Lapworth. He, said, uh, he says, Superheat needs scrapping. Wolves not good enough to win the last two home meetings in 15 each, yet end up winning both. What's wrong with a point apiece?
4: Can't disagree with that. I'm going to say that the Julie makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think you know, it's, it's a draw. I mean, you have a draw, sports, football, you sort of thing. You look at Speedway, the Super Heat. I, I don't I don't know uh, where it came from. Uh, I think I did voice my opinions at the AGM that I wasn't in favour of it. Something I love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we can all agree with each other. But for me, I, I thought a draw was was, was the right result. To, to get a super heat, I, I don't know. It's a bit kind of, it's a bit, uh, how can I put it? Um, I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's a farce, but it just, it makes it kind of, it's a knockout. So sort I of think competition, And yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> for, me, for me, it's not, it's not the answer, no. It
0: does feel like they're sort of controlling a result, doesn't it, really, Stuart?
4: Without a doubt, we worked yeah. very hard last night, and, you know, and so many, there was an opportunity for, for, a, for another point for either team, but. I don't know why we just can't after 15 races except it's a point each, and I, unless they get extra point for the aggregate, it, 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 it seems. I mean that goes down as a loss last night in the British Speedway League table column for, for us, you know, in the Premiership, which is quite hard to take. But um, I, I don't make the rules up, one, unfortunately. Uh,
1: Michael Jukes has a, um, an interesting point. I think. Do you think the superheat should still happen when the aggregate score is the same? I think
4: there's, there's maybe more. Need for it then, if, if, if it has to be, I think that that's maybe something we could certainly look at, yeah. But for me, that that's all it would be for. If there's an aggregate score, then if a superheat, you know, if it's 90 90 after 30 races, I think it makes more sense then, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I've also had um, a question that I'm not actually going to put to you, but I feel I should comment on it. Um, there's a this gentleman on our Shoutbooks wants you to make a comment about um, a statement that Chris Harris hasn't yet put out. <laughs> So I can't, I can't with it, with all honesty, um, do that. But that's why I'm not uh, uh, putting it to Stuart, because you're asking him to comment on something that hasn't actually happened Ging yet. Up. So, um, yeah. Um, OK, Jick uh, says uh, Poland misses a trick with some sort of superheater runoff when the aggregate score is the same. So, yeah. Um, let, let's move on to um, uh, Birmingham, if I may. Uh, yep. Yeah, you, jo- you joined Birmingham, what... Four or five weeks ago now, something like that. Doesn't time flow when you're having fun? Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: now, we've got a tough match against Redcar tomorrow. Um, how do you see that? Is that a must win for Birmingham?
4: Yes. It's a must, yeah. it's a yeah. must win. Um, we, we know, you know, looking at it, they're, they're a good side. Um, I think they've got a very good heat leader trio. Uh, I noticed Connor Bailey. In fact, I actually watched this, the meeting. Uh, the spoke meeting on YouTube earlier on mm-hmm. tonight uh, Connor Bailey playing for Bellevue racing really really well um, Jason Edwards I like Daniel Hume if they've got a good team um, they're going to come to Berwick Perry Bar let's not make any mistake they will be targeting a way win that's just the nature of the business when you look at a league table mm-hmm. uh, they'll be targeting a way win we, we need to give a sort of Berwick like performance we gave in my first meeting mm-hmm. um, and if we can all right to our potential I think we could
1: cause an upset, yeah. Okay, so I mean, that, I, I feel exactly the same. Um, but we sort of need the good Birmingham to show up and not the, the, the Birmingham that sort of showed up against Paul, really.
4: Yeah, Paul, yeah, yeah. oh, without a doubt. Mm. I mean, we, we, every manager will tell you the same thing. You're, you're striving for consistency. I think a rider will say that as well. Um, Paul Stark drops to reserve um, tomorrow night and he's got a big part to play in the meeting. He mm. was on a New engine, I believe. Uh, at stunt at Our last away meeting a week past on Friday. Uh, he looked a bit much more on the pace, mm-hmm. and he—he's got not, not just him, the other six riders too, but single him out because he should not be at reserve the caliber of rider he is, and he should be looking to have a good night for us to stand a chance of to winning tomorrow night. Absolutely,
1: absolutely.
0: I think so, re- I think really, Stuart as well. I mean, the 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 Brummies last performance obviously was at um. At Scunthorpe and it was a defeat, yes, but it was a much improved performance, and certainly was best away performance from the season. So you, you'll have, you'll be taking a lot of positives out of that one. I would have thought as well.
4: We, we did. We gave we gave Scunthorpe a bit of a fright, you know, first seven or eight heats. Um, you know, they have done a bit of grading, extensive grading after I think it was heat ten, or whatever it was, and they slicked it off a little bit. I think that was the you know. For for them, which is their prerogative, they can, they can do that. I've done stuff like Leicester before, and they pulled away from us in a lot of heats. But MD was at that, that meeting. You, you wouldn't think, you know, you know, it was a 12-point deficit scoreline. We lost, but mm-hmm. we we gave a good account of ourselves, and uh, we need more of the same. The balance in the team is right. The three heat leaders, two second strengths and two reserves. Now, when you look at it on paper, it's right, but the riders need to perform to their true potential for it to work.
1: Have you been to, able to sort of put your finger on why it is that sometimes they do and sometimes they don't? And
4: I think that's a million dollar question. <laughs> anybody can answer that. You know, you've, you've stated right, doesn't you know? And, and they're sometimes lost for looking for things as well. Um, so it, it does um They all use the word that they're trying to find consistency. I, I'm no really. I don't know much about engine setups then. like. I don't kid on that. I do that's one thing. A team manager, I know my remit doesn't go as far as that. There's some managers that are ex-riders and they, they can maybe advise a rider on that. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I will leave that to riders mechanic. But um, they're just striving to, to try and get back consistency and find the right setup all the time. It seems to be one of the most important things for a rider when everything's working well for them. They do just go out and score points and they don't change anything in the bike. I have notes that with riders and um, we. we we have been off to a good start tomorrow night. We've got George Pickering number one. You know, we can go off to a decent start tomorrow night and hopefully the atmosphere will build through the team because it's very difficult if you lose your first three or four heats and you're six or eight behind. Yeah, you try to yeah. pick up the riders. I can talk to them blue in the face, but ultimately it's what they do in the track. I can only talk so much, but once they go into the track, it's really in their hands to see how the results going to be tomorrow night?
1: And now that you spent a bit of time at Birmingham, what's your sort of assessment of the club as a club?
4: Well, I think I think the supporters are very passionate. We we just we just need more of them. Mm-hmm. Nigel Toll is very passionate. Um, we talked we spoke last night at Wolverhampton. Uh, I'm in contact constantly with him and uh, Lawrence Rogers. We are still looking at ways of improving the team if we possibly can. Uh, you know, I'm not giving names away, but we're worth speaking to a rider, you know, over the weekend. unfortunately thought it never came off for one reason or another. So we are still actively looking. Um, I think it goes with the responsibility of a team as if you can make it stronger. We, we, we certainly would. Um, and it, it pushes the seven riders on um, that are in the team at the moment. And, and hopefully after listening, they know they've got to do a job because, you know, I've been brought in to try and get this thick spot. Let's not dress it up any other way. Mm-hmm. And uh, with up picking up, in a way, one I think it was at Berry. Um, we, um, you know, it's made it a little bit more difficult for us.
1: Yeah, it, it, it feels strange that doesn't it? That we still two,
0: two wins by August and still with the chance of winning the league. league. It's
4: just, it, 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 I, it, it, it's, it's maybe something uh, I don't entirely agree with. A top six, you know, in mm. a, a, a 19 league uh, for me, it should be top four, but again, that's only my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I can understand why it's top six because. We're talking about it now, it's making it exciting then the season where if it'd been top four, I dare say the season would be almost over for the, mm-hmm. the clubs are yep. referred to in the interview so far.
1: Absolutely. Right, if we can move um away a little bit from um Leicester and Birmingham and talk a little bit about Stuart Dixon. Um so you're you're here um in the Midlands, uh, looking after two Midlands clubs. Um that's not a Midlands accent there. <laughs> it's certainly it?
4: not I <laughs> Glasgow you know, a very strong one at that. I'm speaking as slowly as possible so that everybody can understand me <laughs> and hear what I'm saying. You I get a little bit excited. I can talk too quick and it's difficult to understand. Yeah. So I'm from Glasgow. I travelled down on Monday last night, uh, well, yesterday afternoon, to, to get to Wolverhampton. And I normally stay down for three or four nights during the week There's obviously Birmingham tomorrow night. Um, I've got a practice day at Leicester tomorrow morning. Um, and then on Thursday I'm at Sheffield with Leicester and I'll head up the road on Thursday night, uh, which will take me about four four hours to get up the road, four hours ten. So and then I've, I've you know, got a bit of time with myself. I've had head to Berwick on Saturday with Birmingham, but it's an hour and a half, it's great. I love going to Berwick and it's only a wee small a wee short journey. But there is a bit of travelling involved for me. But as I say, it made sense while I was down here Monday to Thursday with Leicester. In the race and racing in the Premiership, uh, the Birmingham when, when I spoke to the guys at Birmingham Wednesday night, I was already down here and ticked the right boxes. Mm-hmm. And during the speedway season, I, I just love watching speedway matches. I am a supporter, of just like everybody else, but um, I've got a wee bit more involvement and on the team management side. Mm.
1: So, how did that come about? You be sort of coming into this, the team manager side of things.
4: Nick, Nick Morris and Justin Sedgman had been at Nigel Taulie, I think. Uh, for a few weeks and they'd mentioned to me that they'd spoke to him and they were eager to get me over mm-hmm. um, and um, I advanced from there basically Nigel uh, you told him they phoned me and we chatted and I liked what he had to say he seemed to like what I had to say and that's where it really came from mm-hmm. was obviously the, the two Leicester riders at the time obviously yeah. Nick's not there now for obvious reasons but that's where it came from
1: So okay, so obviously my Birmingham absence accent isn't <laughs> isn't helping things at the moment. So what I actually meant was, how did you actually come into being a team manager in the first place?
4: Sorry, how's that? Right, OK. Well, <laughs> I, was the co- I was the co-owner of Glasgow uh, from 2001, um, and I, I took over the team manager role, I think it was around about 2004, if I believe so, at, at Glasgow. And... Um, Made a few early mistakes, but everybody does, you know. With team building, you know, we're, we're all kind of fans. Comes through to be manager. I got the chance to to actually fulfil that, and and that's where it came for them. And I I just it just kind of took off from there.
1: Okay, so I mean I mean yeah, we're we're all fans, and we all we all think we can do better than whoever is yeah,
4: out there that's, that's what it's all about I watch yeah. football on a Saturday Sunday afternoon and I think myself I could do better when I used to play football myself it's yeah. <laughs> just, just the nature of, nature of, the nature beast, of all
0: yeah. sports as we watch it isn't it obviously you're probably limited in what you can say really at the moment Stuart but of course it has been made yeah. public now that um, Leicester of course is now up for sale um, yeah. obviously of course Looking to try and find a, a buyer for a club that's—it it seems in a better position than it was certainly when when Damien Bates took over the club in uh, 2017. Um, so, I mean, obviously you probably can't say too much, but where, where are we? Where what's what's your gut feeling with that? Is, is is that I think there's been interest that's already been shown in in taking over the club. There
4: has, there has been two or three interested parties. I think talks are ongoing. Obviously, more of the owners with me, but you know. They, they do keep me in the loop, and I, and I did know they were putting up, up front and honest about it all. Um, and it's been, um, I think there is, there's talk, as I say, going on with two or three different parties. Um, it, needs to get, it needs to get over the line. For me, the, the sooner the better. I know how speed we work. Um, there'll be illegal approaches getting made already to riders for next season, even though we don't know what makeup is in the league. Because mm-hmm. that's the nature, nature of the sport. I say illegal approaches with you know, a kind of, kind of laugh and Next day because uh, you know it's just you know you're not allowed to speak to writers but it, it goes on it goes on all the time and I know that at Leicester since I've been there in at Glasgow previously round about August September you you you're kind of nipping away maybe just saying to the riders, would you be interested you know if you know blah blah if there's a chance to come to left so the quicker the better it happens for a, for, for somebody to take over the club because um, you don't want to begin into October. Um, And it's amazing you turn up at the AGM in November and, you know, you you get a sense of feeling from pre-AGM what sort of system is going to be in place for 2024 and you'll find out that clubs have already been talking to riders, which is their prerogative. Everybody does it. So I don't, I wouldn't want Leicester to get left behind. That's my only worry.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's slightly concerning, of course, with the top league, and obviously you know there's you know, Peter obviously massive doubts, Michael of Wolverhampton, of course, obviously got doubts as well, um, and obviously this you know, situation with uh, with Leicester. I mean we've we've talked about it many times in the past on on this show, Stuart, about the you know the possible spectre of, of one big league looming as, as opposed to the, the current three league system we've got at the moment.
4: Yeah, I mean again, I think everything not will will be up for discussion. I don't think anything's off the table. For me personally, um, you know, I, I think you know, you know. Worst comes to. I'm hoping, and I know the Wolverhampton guys are. They're hoping they can get some sort of stay of execution, uh, where they'll look for another look for uh, another site. Uh, I think Peter, but I think Buster announced today or last night that you know they're going to be struggling, obviously. But if, if Wolves, you know, can somehow continue next season for one more year at, at the same venue, then six teams is. It's certainly doable. It's been, done, it's been done in the past. I dare say it was free up a couple of riders as well to make the, the, the league a bit stronger if that's the way we want it to, to go. But again, it could be, you know, we'll have a general council meeting, I'm pretty sure, whether it be the end of this month or very early September to discuss all things Speedway with all the promoters. And I, I, I dare say the topic of one league will come up. For me, there, there's not enough riders. Um, there is not enough riders. And also... I've got a fear that we could could lose riders to going abroad because some of the riders at the moment who are, say, seven, eight-point riders in the championship and maybe a six-point rider in the premiership, they're making, I think, a decent living out of the racing, maybe three or four nights a week. If we take that opportunity away, rightly or wrongly, then there could be a snowball effect that they they go looking for racing opportunities abroad, Mm -hmm. something that slightly concerns me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it didn't really. The, the one big league, of course, was last trot. I mean, I can remember the last the last time it was tried back in the in the nineties. It was it only lasted for for two years, and it really didn't work in the end. I think there was just too much of a gap between some of the, the teams that had come up compared to the teams yeah. that had come down from the from the top league.
4: I remember, I think it was in about 95, 96, yeah. Glasgow, Glasgow, part of it. I was I just a supporter at that time, but. Uh, it, it was difficult. You still would do what I call the elite league teams that were holding all the top. I think Glasgow done actually like finished sixth or seventh, and in, in a big 18 league, team league or whatever run really, about that number. But we were never going to win it. And um, for me, I, I don't know. Disney, it, it, did, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't work for the reason it didn't continue. But um, there's there's going to be a few smarter people than me around the table when we have discussions, and hopefully they'll have some ideas of what we can do. Um, I, mean, it's, it's, I know we say it every year, it's almost as if we need to totally restructure, you know, but but, but it's, it's easier said than done. I, I can write down ideas and take it and present it, so sort I of think I do have ideas, but there's always somebody who will counter it, and that that's no being negative or trying to be disrespectful, mm. but it's just, just sometimes you don't realise what you put forward. There can be pitfalls, and that goes for any. Everybody wants us to, to prosper, we know that, but no, just as
1: easy as that, unfortunately and uh finally um th- thank you very much by the way um finally i, I would be a remiss of me not to mention I, i've left it right to the end so you can dock and run away if you want to <laughs> <laughs> and, and i imagine there's not a lot that you can say but um obviously nick morris is a, a, a word that is, is a name that's looms high at the moment in both leicester and birmingham do you is there anything more that you can say about what's going on there, and do you think he's going to be able to return uh, to British think, Speedway?
4: Yeah, I can. It's, it's, uh, obviously, not, you're right, I can't, can't say too much about that. I believe the hearing was put back at the request of uh, Nick solicitor. Mm-hmm. I think it's next week, or maybe next Wednesday, if I believe, a week tomorrow. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's what it is. Um, on the side of what happened, I can't comment too much. I, went, I was at Birmingham, but I wasn't in the room when the test took place. Uh, obviously, I've heard conflicting stories like everybody else had. Um, it's, I, mean, I mean, myself and Nick go back a long way. I brought him over when he was 15 from Australia uh, to race for Glasgow Tigers, to race for Boxing in the National League, Now, race for Glasgow the following year we win the league. So we go back a long way. Obviously, it's, uh, there's been an error of judgment somewhere along the lines in Nick's part. And I can't really say too much more than that. I think we just need to wait until we find out the true findings, hopefully within the next week to 10 days.
1: Okay, that's great. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, well, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you very much, Stuart. It's been a, a oh, great problem. interview. And I will probably see you tomorrow if you want to come come and say hi to me. I'll be standing on the first bend holding the red flag. <sighs>
4: <So>. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> first bend red flag. That's I'll me. See you <laughs> okay, <laughs> you
1: Thanks, take Stuart. care. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Take care. Cheers, Mike, cheers, Mike. cheers, mate. Bye-bye bye-bye,
4: bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. bye-bye. And you won't uh, be doing much much more than that, will you?
1: Uh, pardon? <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was um, another good interview. That yes. was yeah. right. That, that mm,
2: was yeah. great. That was great. Yeah, that was
1: quite, quite interesting. And yeah. I can yeah, see that... Well. Um, uh, Matt's busy scribbling down rapidly, getting ready for the um, fixtures. Yep. The fixtures and, uh, I've usually our, got
0: them written down by now, i suddenly remember.
1: So. <laughs> We're we get, getting on a bit. Uh, in more ways than one. OK. So, shall we uh, have a look at the... Oh, dear. No, let's not. Shall we have a look at the league?
0: Okay. Apologies, obviously it is a bit small, but yeah. uh, there was a lot of matches and there's a, lot, I there's a few
1: more people coming on. Hold so. you before size is not important.
2: Oh, are you? So you're on a 101 then, Mike, uh, and yeah. I. Yeah. I'm, I'm
1: at number 101. Yeah,
2: Not far off i 25. And I'm,
0: yeah, I'm still 24. So uh, Rich, points Thomas away. Is, Rich Thomas is now the uh, the new leader. We've had about five wow. or six different leaders so far. Mm. 156. Simon Corbett's just Prowling in the shadows, there 155. Gordon Gamble 153. Andrew Garner 153. John Bird 149. Kev Lilly 148. Nick Matthews, 148. Nick Matthews 148. I think it's been the, the well. most
1: competitive and most successful season. Yeah, yeah. Done. Yes, you
2: know, it's, it's going to go to the wire, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah is yeah. Simon
0: going to get the hat trick or is somebody going to finally? Uh,
1: None I, I can have an, an I don't
0: think you're there. going to be uh, <laughs> a danger to the board unless you get every single fixture right between now and the end of the season. So.
1: I was thinking I about think it's, it's going to be gun, between
2: uh, between me and Matt for a top presenter this season. I think
1: <laughs> uh,
2: I'm not far behind Matt.
1: I I'm,
0: year, locked, I'm, I'm locked in the one. battle to be the top person in my family at the moment, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: which, uh,
0: lost, I, which I am losing, sir. So.
1: I at least have got that. um Right, shall we get on with it? Right
0: then, let's get on with it then. Pool okay. against Oxford in the Championship. I believe it's
1: you to start this week.
0: Uh, do, 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 do. No, no, no. no! Do, 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 do. Yeah, Pool against Oxford.
1: Pool versus Oxford.
0: I will go for... That's a tough one to go for, that, mm. isn't it? I'll go for pool by four.
2: I'll go pool by um, eight. I'm going to
1: say pool by eight as mm. well. Ooh. Okay. Next up...
0: Is Birmingham against Redcar?
1: Oh, damn! That's up to me. That's up to you. I'll go
2: Redcar by ten.
1: Where? He called himself a brummie? Yeah. <gasps>
2: That's right, I'm from the black country.
1: <clears throat> if you're from the black country, I'm China. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Birmingham by four, please.
0: I'm going to say Redcar by four. Okay. I think, you know, as 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 you said, as uh, as Stuart's already said as well, so he, huge win for Birmingham, huge result for Birmingham if they can get that win. So, Absolutely. okay, Sheffield against Leicester is the next one. That's uh, a crucial meeting. Yeah, Sheffield, of course, now out of the
1: top four with Ty waffendon Yep. Uh that's up to me, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna oh dear. He's uh, I've just told I've just told Stuart where to find me tomorrow now as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna go draw.
2: My camera's frozen, so that's how disgraced I am. Oh yeah?
1: Okay. Uh
0: Matt I will go for Sheffield by six. He doesn't know where to find me,
1: does he? No, but <laughs> I'll point him out and say, you made me do it.
2: Uh, I'll go Sheffield by 10.
0: Okay. Next up is Ipswich against Kings Lynn.
1: Really trying hard, aren't they, Ipswich, to get in that top four. Um, it's up to you, Matt.
0: Ipswich by 20. Ooh.
1: Ipswich by 18 switch by 24.
0: Okay. Glasgow against Plymouth is the next one.
2: Is that up to me? Yes. Glasgow
0: by
1: 10. Glasgow by 16.
0: I'll go Glasgow by 16 as well. Okay, next up is Redcar against Edinburgh in the Championship.
2: That's up to Mike, is it?
1: It is, yeah. Red car by 12. Red car by
0: 10.
2: I'll
0: go red car by 8. Okay, Scunthorpe against Paul is the next one.
1: And Matt? Paul by 4.
0: I'll
2: go Paul by 10.
0: Pool by six. Okay, Workington against Kent in the National League is next. And that's you, Chris.
2: Workington by
1: six. Kent by two.
0: Workington by four. Okay, Berwick against Birmingham in the championship.
1: I don't think we've ever done very well at Berwick
0: Difficult track isn't it It's not, not, never been a very good hunting ground I don't think for, for Birmingham
1: not For anybody So, so I, given that being the case I'm going to say Birmingham by 4 <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll go on Berwick by 8
1: I'll go Berwick by 12 Hope as they say And that will be followed the in by the National
0: League match Between Berwick and Leicester
2: That's what's a
1: matter Berwick
0: versus Leicester. Leicester by 10.
1: I'll go Leicester by 14. Leicester by 10 as well.
0: Okay. Uh, Plymouth against Redcar is the penultimate one. Uh,
2: that's up to me, isn't it? Yep. Redcar by 4.
1: Redcar by 6.
0: I've gone red car bar twelve. And lastly, of course, Monday, the British final. Yeah.
3: So we'll do the same thing as we did for the World Cup:
0: one for one point if you get a win, if you get the winner right, two points if you get the top three, three points if you get the top three in the right order. Um. So you want the lineup now, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. This is the lineup for the uh, British final on uh, Monday at Bellevue. Uh, Simon Lambert at one. Adam Ellis at 2. Richie Worrell 3. Kyle Howarth at 4. Craig Cook at 5. Danny King at 6. Rory Schlein at 7. Tom Brendan 8. Ben Barker at 9. Chris Harris at 10. Steve Worrell 11. Leon Flint 12. Richard Lawson 13. Lewis Kerr 14. Dan Bewley 15. And Charles Rice 16. Winner of the meeting or the runner-up if Beaulieu clinches back-to-back titles will receive the wild card for the Grand Prix at Cardiff on September the 2nd.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go Beaulieu, Wright and Ellis. In that order? In that order.
0: I'm going to go for Dan Beaulieu to win it. I'm going to go for Charles Wright second. I'm going to go for Danny King
1: third. I did, nearly did say Danny King.
0: Yep. I'm, uh, but I just want to
1: motivate him for tomorrow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll go. I'll go slightly different to that. I'll go right Bewley King. In that order.
0: Charles Wright could spring a surprise because he's had a good season. Mm. And of course, he rides the track every week, doesn't he, sir? So. Mm. And that completes our uh, prediction. so obviously if you've not already put your predictions up and uh, we'll get them uh, put on the table, it'll look even smaller next week.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we should say thank you to everybody for... Uh, taking part, yeah. Taking part. Um, and We do, you know, We should mention it is the Nigel Pearson yeah. um, prediction league for obvious reasons. Yeah. We've got Bewley, Wright and Kerr by Craig's Smith. Interesting. Okay, right. Um, we have a Grand Prix.
0: We do. It returns to uh, to uh, the forefront after the World Cup, of course. The FIM Speedway Grand Prix heads to Latvia for the first time since 2017, as it makes its debut in the capital city of Riga. So it is the 2023 FIM Latvian Speedway GP, by far one of the biggest, one of the sport's biggest rising nations, makes a much-anticipated as anticipated return to the Speedway GP calendar for the circuit that was first constructed in 2014 and has since staged a number of FIM events.
1: I can't remember much about this circuit. Is it a good one? I oh,
0: don't think I've ever mm. seen a meeting there before. It certainly, yeah. obviously, it's the first time that the Grand Prix has been there, because mm-hmm. the Grand Prix have always been at Dug of Pools when it was in, in Latvia. So. Mm. Um, but uh, it's a bit of an unknown quantity. I don't think many people are that familiar with I mean, I would imagine my, a lot of the riders have ridden there anyway, but uh, it's uh, going to be... Uh, It's going to be an interesting one. of course. It does look like, um, to all intents and purposes, uh, Bartos Smilesnik is uh, well on the way to winning that fourth (coughs) world title.
1: It does. I think we're looking at now who's going to come second, aren't we? Yeah. Really. I mean, can Bewley win another? I have a question, actually. Has anybody ever been in so many finals and won every single one of the ones that he's been in? I don't
0: think they have, actually. Um,
1: That's quite a record, isn't it?
0: Mm. I think it is, yeah. Mm. I mean, a few people would say, probably say Chris Harris, wouldn't they? But he's been in, he's been in two or three forms, not yeah. just that, not just yeah, the uh, exactly. the one at uh, Cardiff in two thousand and two thousand and seven.
2: Can I give you my stupid speedway question of the week? No. So
1: <laughs> in, in a minute, yes. Well, actually, so give give us now, then we'll okay. carry on discussing this, and what, we can think about.
2: Is there stupid. a shortage of speedway team managers?
1: No,
0: because I'll do the job.
1: If not, you do
2: Why, why do you get? Why do you? Get I don't
0: think CVS would what me to do the job. at all, no. <laughs> to be fair,
3: so.
2: If not, why do you get one team manager managing two clubs?
0: Well, it is, it is, it, it is an anomaly. To mm. be fair, it's, it's not. I don't. I don't think that's I don't ever
1: happened before that I'm aware of. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, it I must
2: suppose have must have happened before somewhere.
1: There is probably a shortage of experienced team managers. Team managers. Yep. I think yep. you could certainly say that. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, sure, there must be former former speedway riders that would you know just jump at that chance to you know, give it a go.
1: I suppose it a lot depends on Spondulics. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: I did tell you mm. it was a stupid question. Didn't
1: yeah. I it's not, no, well, it's no, not a no stupid show. question, really. No. It's, it's an interesting one, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. one that, uh, you know. I'm,
2: I'm trying to There are I'm, no stupid I'm a, questions. I'm asking the question uh, from the other side, basically. You know, you know people, for, for people who don't understand mm-hmm. it, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it wouldn't happen in, in any other sport, would it, really?
0: Yeah, you can imagine Pep Guardiola managing Man City uh, and Birmingham. Yeah, or so.
2: <laughs> <A little laughs> rugby or anything, or cricket, or... You know, yeah.
0: I suppose the only time... The other time apparently Neil
1: Street managed Paul and Newport, apparently.
0: The, the, the late Neil Street, yes, mm. I think he did for a short period. Um, obviously, you've had, you've had cases where managers have managed clubs nationally and internationally at the same time, but it's a bit different, isn't it? So mm-hmm. And, and Tom what
2: happens when Pro these two teams meet?
1: Well, in Birmingham and Leicester's. Oh, to, uh, good in, mate. And so that's different... because they different in different leagues. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. So. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If, if they did, what would I... happen? <laughs> oh, an interesting question. Yeah.
0: Well, the one thing week. about the one thing for Stuart Dixon, he wouldn't have to change the colour of his tie, would he? So. Yeah. Cause the same Staff, colour. Well, I,
1: yeah, I alluded to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll think of a stupid pal- one next week. Apparently, no. Alan Rossiter has. Oh, oh. It says Dave Twine. I don't know who for.
0: Mm-hmm. He did for G- he was for JB for a while, wasn't he? Whilst mm-hmm. he was uh, whilst he was with it's Swindon, not so not quite the same
1: thing. But mm. yeah, yeah, um, it is. It is an, an mm. you, that word that he said. It's a sea an enemy. Um, yeah, but he seems to work okay. Mm. Yeah, and he seems to have a passion for Birmingham, which is what you want to see. Yeah. So
0: it will be interesting to see whether uh, whether he stays on a Birmingham after this season well oh, we don't know what's
1: what's going to happen after this season at this yeah. point do we so that's, he, that's I he, think no. that's
2: one of the things that did come over in that interview it was, it was his passion mm. Mm. there was a lot of passion in that. yes absolutely I mean, I yeah. couldn't understand what he was saying or was but. that just
1: his accent but yeah.
0: <laughs> he's probably yeah. saying the same thing about you to be yeah, fair yeah, with you yeah, <laughs> a lot of
2: people do yeah <laughs> that's the alcohol
1: uh, Rich Thomas says you can't do two teams in one league mm. which Whoa. makes sense so there you go.
2: Uh, do we think Swingland could come back next season? Stand appears to be in the process of being built. Really,
0: Craig. I'd like to think so, yeah. but I'd, yeah, I'd, I just need them. Can't well, I think they need another team certainly, but mm. uh, I, I'd, I'd love to think they would, but I just can't see myself. Mm. I mean, as far, I mean, who owns the promotion rights now? Because I don't think Terry Russell owns them. I think he sold them on, didn't he? Sir, so.
1: think he did. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah. So um, I've also I've also heard a couple of. Um, Positive remarks about um Rye House. Um there's the planning permission or something have been rejected for uh, getting rid of the, the speedway track. Uh-huh. Um, so that's positive, I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, Rich Thomas says Swindon won't go back to the Abbey, dogs only. Okay. That that well that's that's more good for you. If they're gonna get back it would have to be at another venue, so but finally finding that finally finding that so, new venue is gonna be the problem, I think.
1: Um as it walls are finding out yep. and uh maybe Birmingham will have to look for we don't, don't know. Well, at least, we least
0: Birmingham know. we've got a few years to look for we, we that believe so, what, yeah. what uh, what's been said, so.
1: Right, well, well
2: I think we've uh, we've
0: done
1: it. we have done. We've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Dunno what we've done yeah. but Thank you very much um, to everybody for joining us on the Shout Box. Um, and thank you very much to, for Stuart Dixon. Uh, very informative interview. We will see you next week. Good luck. Enjoy your Speedway this week. And come and watch Birmingham. Bye. Good night.
3: Yeah.